It is Monday, September 13th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by Jet Home Loans. And now, a guy who can actually hear you getting fatter, <laughs> J.P. Shadrick. Yeah, well, well, I have experience uh, both sides of that. Welcome in. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. My name's J.P. Shadrick. Today is Monday, and it's the day after week one. We have plenty to get to on this program today. Pete Prisco and Tony Baselli on Overreaction Monday. That's what Pete called it on Twitter yesterday. We'll see if he follows it up today. Texans over the Jaguars, of course, 37-21. We'll review the game. Social media questions are pouring in today all over the place. And we'll go around the National Football League. Tony Baselli is in studio with me, and Pete Briscoe is down in South Florida. And uh, the Jaguars did not win in week one. It is an 0-1 record. It is a 37-21 final. Tony Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, yeah, it's funny. Overreaction Monday, and I'm sure we'll get some overreaction uh, today about this game. But them losing did not surprise me. Now I had picked them to win a close game, but I t- said it last week on this show. I said it on you know the morning show with Dan and Jeff, uh, Dan and Jeff, that for anyone to think that this team is going to walk in. To Houston, um, I think we'd lost six straight going in, um, and just walk over them because of the off-season issues that Houston had. Was I just was, thought was mistaken because they they built a veteran team, a bunch of pieces and parts, but they have a veteran NFL coach who is widely respected. Um, they had a plan, and you talk to people in Houston. It's a good building now. It's a good culture. Yes, Deshaun Watson is a distraction, but really just to the outside world, mm-hmm. if you go in that locker room. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be a close game. The shocking thing to me is that 37-21, it wasn't that close. No, it was not. And a couple things that just jump out to me, and I know we'll dive into this, and I know Pete probably has several comments to make along these lines, is I thought this, the team looked very unorganized. And I thought it looked like a early preseason game almost from the standpoint of misalignments. Yeah, guys coming on the field late, 12 Guys men. running around. Uh, I yeah. think if I got this right, and I counted yesterday, and I forgot to, I watched the film this morning, I forgot to count it. I think on the first punt we only had 10 people on the field. Wow. Um, well, I'll, I'll go back and double-check that. So, and, you know – it just it was just unorganized. That's what it looked like. Yeah. And that was shocking to me. Pete, where do you stand after one week with the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah. <laughs> that was gross. That was a bad performance in every way, shape, or form. It was terrible. It, it, it's the penalties, disorganized. Um, I thought the game plan on offense was terrible. Where's the pre-snap motion? Where Where's the creativity in it? They line up two on one side and one on the other, or two on one side and two on the other, and they don't do anything. Now, do, don't do anything. They just run their routes. It's awful. It was bad all the way around. It was bad. Uh, and they got outcoached. I'm going to put that out there. One team looked like it was prepared, and one didn't. That, that's the bottom line. 
And I'm, I'm not saying that's exactly the reason they lost, but it sure looked that way. When you have those kind of mistakes, it looks that way. It looks like it looks like you're unprepared, like the other team was better prepared. We said last week that that's a veteran team. Remember, they were going to show up, and they did. They really did. And and has the offensive line improved? And, and I'm not going to put it all on them. I watched the tape today. I, there were moments where the tackles are bad. A.J. Can was awful. And, you know, the, the left guard was okay and the center was okay. But the, but that's a bad line right now. And the guys don't get open and they have no creativity. And other than that, they're pretty darn good on offense. Let's the, quarterback, the quarterback was wild at times too. Yeah. And by the way, he left some clean pockets too. He drifted in some of them. He did the all. He did Tony's Tony's favorite thing when he drifts. He loves that when they drift. We'll get to uh, Trevor Lawrence's day coming up in a moment. Urban Meyer last night after the game had some reaction to the Jaguars' loss in Houston. He said, "Don't worry about the head coach." I hear that a lot, and I'd rather people not worry about me. You know, that's. Gray-haired dude that's been around for a long time. I got a bunch of players in there that deserve to win and work their tails off. And I, I would tell—I don't know if I'd tell you guys exactly, but I would tell them. Say we don't work very hard, but they work their tails off, and we're going to continue to work. There's only one answer that—that's a great thing about this sport. There's not—we uh, have to make a secret pass call or, or protection call. It's just work. That's the greatest thing about the game of football: go out and work, and that's what we shall do. They shall, Tony, get back to work starting today. Well, he's right. I mean, there's no, like, shortcut. There's no magic pill you're going to take. And there's no, hey, let's go get this fantasy football player and, like, change the roster and put some new gimmick in. There's no answer like that. It is just getting back and starting at the basics, and you got to work. you got to get better. Um, and, by the way, not just the players, the coaches. you got to be more organized. You can't be running guys on and off the field, like, last minute. Guys should know – I'm a big believer. If guys can't get lined up right, that's on the coaches. Either you're doing too much or you're not teaching it because they had trouble getting lined up. Um, so it is about work. It's about getting back to the, the basics. It's getting on the field. It's getting reps and reps and reps and reps. Um, and I agree with Pete. I mean, his point around offense, I was shocked that they came out and did – I mean, the fact that James Robinson had five touches and I think averaged five yards of carry. Mm-hmm. It's just unfathomable to me. Well, I'll say this about the run game. They had to get away from it a little bit. No, they, they were, didn't. No, they were behind the chains a bunch early in all these penalties. There's third and long. Yeah, know, but, it was, long yeah but JP, it was 17-7 and they were away from No. Yeah. They, first of all, go look at the first two series. It was majority pass. Go look at the play call. Yeah, I think it was – they opened up with – was it like – Almost not wait eight straight passes. Three straight passes. First series. Three Here we straight go. Passes. Here we go. First series. First and ten from the Jaguars twenty-one. Trevor Lawrence incomplete middle to James Robinson. There's a penalty on the play. Illegal formation. No play. First and fifteen. Lawrence pass incomplete short right. Second down and fifteen. Pass incomplete short right to Chark. Third and fifteen. Pass short middle to Chenault, but he's out of bounds after thirteen yards. Fourth down. Four straight passes. Okay, yeah. well, keep, go- keep going, keep going, keep going, the going next to the series. next series. Next series, 6.39 in the first quarter. The uh, first and 10 at the 25. Lawrence, deep pass right to Marvin Jones for 33 yards. Robinson left guard for 12 yards. Penalty holding Brandon Lender. Uh, no play. First and 20, pass short middle, pass incomplete short middle, and pass incomplete short right so punt f- team. First eight plays. So field eight, goal. Eight, field goal. eight straight. Eight. Eight, the only eight plays that counted. 
They were all all passes. Well, but they forget they called it out of eight plays, out of nine called plays because one you know they had one run. And was no, out run. of ten, out of ten they had one run because they had an illegal an illegal uh, formation on the first play where they threw the ball. Correct. And so, I would say. Now, watching the tape, there were a couple times throughout the game, a few times, that you could tell that a run-pass option was called by the by the action of the line. They were run-blocking, and Trevor threw a bubble screen. That happened a few times, and so those could have been runs. Regardless, James Robinson's your second-best player on offense. Second-best player. You got to get more touches in five, and he's averaging five yards a pop. Run the ball. You have a rookie quarterback back there. Speaking of that rookie quarterback, let's hear from quarterback Trevor Lawrence last night, looking at how it went in Week One in his debut. Yeah, just keep trusting it. It's going to come. Um, obviously, there was ups and downs. I thought we we didn't start great, but then right after that first drive, we like I said, we kind of had some momentum, started playing well. Um, and then just up and down the whole game and just telling them, telling the O-line, all of us just, hey, stick together, keep making plays, keep playing. Even at the end, like, I know it's didn't change the game, but going and scoring right there, like, I like how we fought and, and you know, got that last drive, a good two-minute drill, put it in, looked clean. Uh, that was great. I thought that was good for us. Um, obviously, like I said, didn't change the game, but I liked how we just we kept playing, and that was the one thing that, you know, nobody quit. And obviously it was a rough game. We're going to get better, but... Um, that was the main thing is just keep playing. We're going to make the plays. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get better and we're going to, we're going to make those. I missed some bad ones today and obviously had too many turnovers, but we'll get better. Can Trevor come give us a pep talk every morning? I, I like hearing him talk after games, but um, you know, now uh, Urban said today that uh, they're not going to be throwing it 51 times a game. The they, shouldn't have the done, year. they shouldn't have done it. They want game one. Like I would have come out and I know Pete, this probably drives you crazy. I wouldn't have put it run pass option in the quarterback's hand early. Like run the ball. You're like go use that offensive line. Go beat on these guys. Go get the run game going and make it comfortable for get some long drives, get some first downs, let them get into a rhythm. I just I did not understand that strategy at all. Um, and so, I mean, I'll go back to Urban's comments. You got to get better. You got to work. There's no there's no substitution. And it's not just the players, it's the coaches, it's everyone. Because, um, and Trevor's right, they'll get better, but guess what? That's probably the worst team they're going to play all year. Or one of them. Really? It's one of the worst. The team, they look slow. But but before you get into the speed and everything, I know you're going there. Pete, would you not argue that Houston will be one of the worst teams they face all year on their schedule? I told you how I felt about Houston. I thought they were going to be feisty early in the season and, and, and stay in games. I think they're going to be they're going to be one of those teams that hangs around in games. They might not win a lot, but they're going to be a pain for a lot of teams. Hey, they're the first place team in the division. Yeah, the I, division I was that. disaster oh, yesterday. But, yesterday. But going down, listen. I'll just go to the next three. Denver better or worse than Houston? Better. Okay, yeah. so you better get better because you're playing. By the way, Vic Fangio. One of the best defensive coordinators minds in football and will throw a bunch of stuff at you, and they got good personnel to do yeah, it. I was going to say, they got a guy named Miller over on that side of the ball, too. How about Arizona? Better or worse than Houston? Way better. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Kyler the, was pretty good yesterday. Chandler Jones only well, had five the defense was The defense was phenomenal. I just watched the tape of the Cardinals. They were phenomenal. Taylor Juan had a long day, Pete. 
Oh, my. It started on the first play, though. He put his head down on a run play. He put his head down. He went right by him. He tackled him the whole day. He was awful. You know, I we've, we've come up with this thing at CBS now. Every Wednesday when we make our picks, I give out the annual spinning top award. They've created a little gift <laughs> with me spinning on a top. He's this week's winner. I can tell you that. He was awful. Tony, okay. if you didn't know who that was, you would have thought it was some guy that got up off the street to play. That's how bad he was. Week four, Thursday week, night. Week four, Thursday night on the road's hard all by itself. I don't care who you play. Cincinnati, better or worse than Houston? Better. Better. So you better get better. You have to get better. Which because- begs the question. Is 0-17 a possibility? No, Pete, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I'm not doing that. Well, it's there, still possible because there, there, there's, there's there's because they possible. haven't won yet, but yeah, I get where you're going. But There's I think the first overreaction some, of the day. Yeah, overreaction Monday, Monday, Pete. No, I'm not saying they're going 0-17, but it's you look at the schedule, it's certainly possible. No. I think you're insinuating it. Yeah, I don't think no, so. I think you are. No, okay, Pete. you just you just have them at zero and four right off the gate, right out of I, that. No, I never said they're going to be zero and four. I just said you better okay, get pick a, lot. a win. Pick a win out of that group, then. You better get a lot better. You better improve <laughs> because it doesn't not get easier. Okay, you want to lock ahead. one of those tone? No. No. Oh, okay. I'll lock There's this. Four... I'll lock something. The team's not going zero and seventeen. That's a lock. Well, I would pretty much say that too, but. It's hard to find a win on that schedule now. Well, if you play that way, but be the first rule in football, first rule, don't beat yourself. First rule, don't beat yourself. Like, just clean that up, and you got a chance. Just line up onside, what? get on the field, all that stuff. I don't know. I just, I just thought it was, it was awful. That game was over at, at, at halftime. Basically, it was done. It was a bad game, and I know. Look, they beat the Colts last year, and everybody thought that the Jaguars were going to be better than they thought. They didn't win again. So I know that's where the overreaction comes in. But what gives you hope that they're going to be a good football team, Tony, or win, win four, five, six games from that 16. game? 16. I think, I think. I mean, your point around Trevor Lawrence, maybe he drifted a little bit, but I'll tell you this. I thought he showed confidence and courage. He stepped up into the pocket. There was a bunch of guys on the edge all day long. He was getting hit. I know they only had one sack, but go watch the tape, Pete. You watched it. Yeah. There was guys yeah, flashing in front of his face all the entire game. It was like leaky. I thought the line did it. Am I wrong when I say this, Tony? I thought the line did a terrible job with their stunts. I, I didn't think the line did very good at much of anything. Yeah, the, the stunts really bothered him. AJ can. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen him play that bad. Yeah, it was one of the worst games I've seen AJ play. Um the tackles haven't gotten any better. Let's put that out there. Well, it was one of the conversation we had, conversations we had, Pete, is and I and, I, and had this conversation with a couple people. What did, what did you expect to change when you brought all five of the same guys back with the same coach and everything else? And by the way, a couple of them are veterans and they're a year older. What was gonna matter? Did I, I? What was gonna? Now, Urban and Trent uh, said that Trent Balky, GM, said they liked the group. They felt good about the group. Well, if that's the case, the group's got to play better. The group's got to perform. I've there's been no there, bigger bandwagon individual on the offensive line than me. I actually believe in those guys as far as individual talents, but you got to go put it together in a game. And you got to be consistent, and you can't let your quarterback get hit. Now, 
I don't think, again, they did him any favors by throwing it 51 times and not running the ball with James Robinson. And speaking of James Robinson, I don't understand why they're rotating, like sharing equal reps between James Robinson and Carlos Hyde. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And he actually, Carlos Hyde actually made a couple of good runs, but it's still ridiculous. It's just a mystery to me. So, um, Uh, it's it's a bad offense right now, and the quarterback has talent. The the design of it isn't good, Tony. Let's put that out there. There's no creativity. Is is standing up and throwing a bubble screen to Lavisca Chenault creativity? It's not. But I'll go back to Pete. Your question: What gives me confidence that this team will be better? I saw I saw a lot of things out of the quarterback yesterday that said, mm, like that, that looks good. Haven't seen that in a while on this Jaguars. Field. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. He's 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 the real deal. He didn't play that well yesterday, but you could see the moments where he's really the real deal. I get it. But and defensively, there was actually some decent plays made at times on defense. Yeah. But I, I just think offensively, it was. But Pete. What, it, and I, it was one second. I'm going to come to you in a second. Stop <laughs> waving your hand at me. I see you the 15 times. You want to go to break? <laughs> okay. Just stop. Um, is defensively, Pete? I guess I disagree with you a little bit. I thought they had trouble lining up. Um, I don't think you give up over 400 yards of total offense to that team, and say you. Play yeah, but like well. one of them was a, a a throw for 60 yards. Where I don't care. Those all count. Ahead. You know those count, Pete. <laughs> I know, but it was that's an accident. You can't. Oh, so just, let's just take uh, all would, the big explosive uh, plays. If you could take all the big explosive plays out of a, uh, out of a game, heck, I'd be a good right. defense. Now it's not like they oh, were but, like wide open catch and runs. They were jump balls, like a lot of those oh, deep well, balls. But still, like on that really one, they had, him, they had him. They had him. They should have sacked him, and he scrambled away they, from it and threw it up. And yeah. Shaquille Griffin had to cover him all the way across the yeah. field. Hey, great. Should have, could have, would have. You know the difference between winning and losing is actually not should have, could have, would have. Well, did done. Got it. We'll like, go through the defense how about that? player by player. We'll go through the whole yeah. team player by player at some point today. Wow. And I know JP wants to get off because he wants his break. Wave him off, JP. Please. For my for my I want you to do it. It makes me feel good. Wave him, please. Okay. Pete, Wave that was one of the, Pete, that was one of the worst overreaction Mondays I've ever seen from, from you, by the way. Oh, in seventeen? Enough. Enough out of you, Tony. We're back in a moment. It's time for a timeout. We're gonna come back. A little defensive talk. We were on the topic. We'll go a little deeper into defense when we come back. We'll also, a little later, dig into Trevor Lawrence's day in the second hour. Your social media questions, season tickets, single game tickets, and group tickets. Be a part of the new era of Jaguars football and own it. Visit jaguars.com slash tickets or call 904-633-2000. We are off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. And by Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinder specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. It's not kickoff without the small places that make Jaguars game day big. That's why Crown Royal 
is turning game day into giving day by supporting communities that serve us off the field. Nominate a local community hero to win the ultimate Jaguars game day experience at jaguars.com slash crown royal promotion. Because Crown Royal believes if you live generously, life will treat you royally. Visit crownroyal.com. Please drink responsibly. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here to tell you where to find the most authentic Southern pit barbecue in all of Jacksonville. That's right, Bono's. For 72 years, Bono's has been smoking real pit barbecue right here on the First Coast. Smoked for hours, served in minutes, and always cut to order. You can find Bono's locations all around town and on game day at TIAA Bank Field. Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. If you don't see a pit, it ain't legit. Hold on. You want me to tell them about Twisted Tea, Hard Iced Tea in just 30 seconds? This is impossible. Hey, I'm Billy from Twisted Tea. How can I explain that first sip of cold, smooth, real brewed tea? So good. And the extra kick you get from just the right amount of alcohol? <laughs> the twist of lemon. The Wait, what? We're almost out of time? Oh, shit. Twisted Tea, Hard Iced Tea. Look for the bright yellow cans wherever you buy beer. Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Please drink responsibly. You know what you expect at an airport hotel. A bed, a shuttle that's never on time, and if you're lucky, a day-old Danish on your way out the door. But at the Crown Plaza Jacksonville Airport, you get a renovated lobby, restaurant, and bar, and 10,000 square feet of luxurious space for memorable family and business events. So stop by, stay a while, and expect to be surprised. Crown Plaza Jacksonville Airport. Book online or call 1-877-2-CROWN. That's 1-877-227-6963. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat. More cheese. More veggies. More quality. More taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, dailies. When Jaguars news breaks, you'll hear about it first on 1010XL, home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously sucks. Like losing's always, losing's always hard, um, especially when you know you feel like you're prepared and had a great week and. Really think we were ready and just obviously didn't didn't play well. It starts with me. I, I played really bad tonight, so um, disappointing for sure. Um, I still believe in this team. I still know what we're capable of, and we did some good things. I mean, you see, we started off with some penalties, three and out, but then after that, we had a couple good drives. We're hitting some big plays, and you know, there's a lot of good things there, and we got to keep doing those and learn from the bad and we got to watch it and, and learn from it for sure but then flip the page it's a long season we can't let this snowball you know we got to move on and and go win next week so um that's that's where we're going to start at but definitely disappointing for sure that's the quarterback trevor lawrence after the game yesterday and he was 28 of 51 passing 332 yards three touchdowns three interceptions a rating of 70.1 and the only rookie in Jaguars history with 300-plus yards and at least three touchdowns in a single game. But those uh, touchdowns, a couple of them came late in the game. Welcome back. It's Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick with Tony Vaselli and Pete Frisco as we recap week number one. 
And all right, so we, we discussed the balance of plays, right? 51 passes to however many runs there were, not enough, it felt like. So what about Trevor Lawrence's play in this game, Pete, uh, when you saw him in there? The, the interceptions late in the first half uh, and then the other one well, late to the linebacker. Well, the one the linebacker, I think he thought the receiver was going to come underneath there because there's no other ex- there's no other explanation for that throw. It's just a terrible throw. The one where he was flushed left and threw back across his body, that this is a bad decision. I mean, that's just a bad let it sail. I mean, the decision isn't bad. It's just a bad throw is what I meant to say because he just the guy's open. He just sails it. And the, but the one in the middle of the field, I couldn't figure out what he was doing on that play. It, it, I don't know. Well, just, the one we just and this the one, one the one we just showed one he was just, he got fooled by cover too. Yeah, yeah. He he just the corner came off and he didn't he didn't see him. Well, the the, the corner was the came second off, of the three. Yeah, yes. the corner came off because there was nothing holding him underneath. I mean, James, if you, you need a flat you need a flat receiver, James was kind of moseying out there, but he was still you know near or behind the line of scrimmage, so there was no threat, and so that corner could play really soft. If you want to hold that corner, you have to threaten the flat. Keep him underneath so that you have that open window to the to the receiver. And there were a couple. Interestingly enough, there were a couple plays, Tony. I'm sure you saw it where he could have gone to the flat in some situations. There wasn't a player near him, and it would have been like a 10 yard, 12 yard gain. And instead, he tried to force a ball in down the field a little bit. Yeah, he just needs to learn to take what the defense is going to give you. And I think he tried to press a little bit of times, and that's normal. That stuff doesn't worry me. I mean, it's going to cost you games in it, but I don't think that's the main reason they lost. No. Like, I really like the touchdown pass to Charka. They ran two verticals, and he kind of held the safety in the middle of the field on that inside vertical, and then he threw the shot down the sideline, which I thought was a good play. Um, and the one the man hurts, I thought that was the touchdown to him. That was a really good play and a good throw. It was a little behind him, but it was still a good play and a good throw. I think he gets it. That's what you want to see. There's no, I don't think there's any situation where he's not getting it, like where to go. You take the check down. You can do that. He'll learn that. Um, you know, I just, I don't like the design of the offense. Don't, don't you think they should run more mesh concepts or crossers and, you know, bunch them up and pick and rub? And because they're just not, I don't know, just go down and you turn around at 10 well, and you turn around at 10 and you turn around at 10. Pete, you're not going to run rubs and stuff when you have a team playing almost all cover two. They were playing. Very- I, I get it. I I get what they were playing. I'm saying, but they haven't showed any of that at all. Well, I know None. that, but you can't expect it. Yesterday, when 90 percent of the snaps are in cover two, they played very little man. And so you have to have but cover you, two. But you can do some different things where you can get into the middle of the field. They didn't do anything in the middle right. of the now, field. That's better, Pete. Now you're making more sense <laughs> instead of saying running. No, I'm just saying. Against I'm, I'm saying zone. in the grand scheme of things going forward. I didn't say yesterday. I'm just saying yeah, you yesterday did. was. You basically predict- insinuated yesterday. That's exactly. No, what you can't. I know you can't run rubs and picks when they're not playing man. But I'm saying there's no creativity to it. Well, you think it's creative? You think that was a good plan yesterday? Listen, I think creative yesterday would have been handed. In the passing game, was that a good plan? I think think, uh, a little creativity would be handing it off to James Robinson. Off tackle. You're just an old school offensive lineman. You want to? That's all you ever want to do. Offensive lineman. Well, maybe I am, um, Pete. But I'm talking. What I'm talking about is get the quarterback comfortable. We just went over how many times they threw the ball. Run it. It wasn't like they were getting stuffed in the run. JP, what do you have the stats in front of you? I got them. Read, read me. Read me total rushes by the Jaguars. 
Total rushes by the Jaguars. If uh, let's see, we got fourteen by running backs, one by Chenault, and one by Lawrence. Okay, so we'll give it sixteen because you have to count them all. What's yep, the, sixteen for seventy-six yards? So sixteen for seventy-six yards. That's just under five yards of carry. It's about four point eight. Four point yes. eight. How many yards did James Robinson have? James Robinson had five carries for twenty-five yards, that's, along of seven. He also had one called back. That's remember. five yards of carry. And what about Carlos Hyde? Carlos Hyde, nine carries, 44 yards. That's just under five yards of carry. Why aren't you running the ball more? Five yards of carry, Pete. You run the ball. Guess what? You know what happens when you start running the ball against cover two? They drop the safety down. Now you have right. a single high safety. Now you can take some shots down the field. Run the ball. You have a, you have a rookie quarterback. Go, go to the weakness of the defense. If they're going to play two high safeties, run it. And run it again, and run it again. Well, that's ideally, what you're, that's ideally what you're supposed to do when you play two high safeties. I mean, That's my point. You, you're all caught up in this creativity and running rub routes against well, zone. Who creative. cares? How about just doing the fundamentals? This team is not good enough to do crazy stuff. Do the right things, the foundational things right first. I thought you were going to say something else there, Tony. I, you were on a roll there for a second. He's pounding the table, Pete. Pounding the table. I'm mad. Frustrated. Well, so you I want him to come more. out and run the ball on. You want him to run the ball on Sunday. Well, when you're averaging five yards a carry, I think it's a good idea, especially when you have a rookie quarterback. It's just me. That's just me, Pete. Call me crazy. All right, we've got plenty to get to. Let's come back in a moment. We'll get into this defense yesterday. You said that last time. You lied to us. Well, you guys wanted to talk quarterback. I think you did. I think the you running game. You wanted to pound the table about the running I game. I think you had the wrong. Uh, teaser coming out and he played off. Well, I, I know in your full review of the rundown earlier, you probably noted that. Uh, let's come back in a moment and get into defense. Tyrod Taylor had a pretty good day against this Jaguars team yesterday. Check out the official Jaguars podcast network, a free subscription on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. And give us that five-star rating as always. And it's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars digital network. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by TIAA Bank. Turn potential into progress. And by Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinder specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. When it comes to water, choose our team, the winning team. Choose CGC Water Treatment. CGC Water Treatment works, and it works for DG, too. Former Jags QB, David Garrard. If you're not filtering your water, you are the filter. Don't be the filter. Discover the kinetical difference. Call CGC Water Treatment at 844-CGC-JAGS or visit cgcwater.com. CGC Water Treatment are proud partners of the Jacksonville Jaguars and your local independent Connecticut dealers. Everyone's so busy keeping up. Forget about the Joneses. We all on our telephones with the texts and the tweets and the beats. What he said, she said, can't even follow the three. Down the hole... We all go. Me, I like keeping up too. With my Corona, 
and my attitude. That's La Vida Masfina. Relax responsibly. Corona Extra Beer. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com. The world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. I'm Urban Meyer, head football coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. New Horizons call for renewed vision, enhanced clarity, and an unparalleled willingness to block out the noise and distractions around you and simply focus on achieving greatness. Because getting one step closer to defying everyone's expectations isn't just about waiting for a window of opportunity. It's about creating it for yourself. It's about being a game changer, both on and off the field. And when we say we're all about renewal and achievement in Jacksonville, we mean it. That's why we've chosen to partner with Renewal by Anderson, official window and door replacement company of the Jacksonville Jaguars. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight. Built for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series, drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Jacksonville Sports Talk for Jacksonville sports fans. 1010XL, home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We had three times we had him in our grasp, and he ran out and two of them became big plays. Um, and he got the ball out just on you know, the nick of time. So um, obviously you, you'd expect more sacks than that, but also understanding who you're going against, you know, it makes you aiming for the right shoulder. He spun out of it a couple of times, but three times we had him wrapped up and one you know, just made a great play, launched it down the field, the guy went up and made a play. And there was other one was a pressure, I mean, right in his face and he got it out and the guy made another play that we should have, you know, 50-50 ball. That's Urban Meyer today after yesterday's loss to the Houston Texans down at NRG Stadium, 37-21, J.P. Shadrick. Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, it's Jaguars Happy Hour. Glad you're along with us this afternoon. Well, the uh, Jaguars didn't get any takeaways in the game yesterday. Tyrod Taylor got out of the pocket a little bit, threw the ball down the field. Some ran in one instance for a lengthy gain. Uh, Josh Allen spoke with the media after the game down in Houston yesterday and said that's one thing this Jaguars defense has to do. It's get the football. You know, we had a couple – you know, uh, plays when they had long games, but defense, we stay strong. You know what I'm saying? We didn't give up touchdowns, not all the time. So uh, we now we just got to convert those to turnovers, man. We got to get the ball. That's what that's a, that's one thing we have to really harp on is getting the ball. We didn't get we didn't have that many opportunities to get the ball, but we got to go get them. And that's up to me. That's up to, you know, saying all the other defensive players. We got to get the ball. Got to. Got to. Got to get the ball. He didn't get it yesterday. They uh, put some pressure on Taylor. I mean, that was going to be one of these, one of the pregame storylines was, what is this defense going to do? Well, it feels like it might be like Baltimore and pressure from all over the place. Uh, what would you make of the defensive performance first time out for this Jaguars team, Tony? Below average. Give up 37. Now, where they were, I'll give them credit in one area, their sudden change defense was great. Yeah, stopped him on a field goal. Like 
got a got off I mean, the field. Yeah, like, the yeah. two. I mean, the two picks in plus territory. One that's like inside the ten, and you gave up three points. Mm-hmm. And so it could have been. All that means is it could have been much worse. Um, but take those away. Take that three points away, and you still gave up thirty four to a Texans offense. Talking to some of the people in the building for the Texans, weren't sure they would get lined up right. I mean, and now there was tongue in cheek, but they were saying it's going to be a struggle. Um, I I was shocked that they ran the ball the way they did. That's not a. It's a solid offense line for the Texans. Not great. Um, they had 171 yards, I believe. No rushing, 160. 160. So take the 40 out that Tyrod Taylor had. Still 120. Mm-hmm. How many yards per carry? They. 3.9 per carry, 41 total attempts in the game for the Texans. What did uh, take out take out take out his per carry average and then total it up and tell me what that was? I just did because so it was it was 38 for no, 120. No, no. 38 for 120. Yeah, Tyra Taylor had four carries for 40 yards total. Oh yeah, so it's uh, so 30 37 35. Oh no, 37 for 120. So over. That's that's not that. That's less than four yards per carry. That's not that bad. It, I get that, Pete. But you have number one, the quarterback does count in this league now. I just want to like, let you know. Wow. Um, secondly, it was more how they were able to. You know, one drive stands out where they had it. You know, the game was not over, over, and they went like eighty yards. It felt like just, and they ran the ball every play. It felt like you converted some key third downs, and um, I just. This was a defense that was, you know, they invested a lot. I thought uh, Roy Robinson Harris played well um, of guys who were new to the team. I thought he was physical. But I just thought they played – I thought, again, I wasn't, I wasn't like, overly impressed with that Houston offensive line. I think the backs are good, not great. And I just thought they'd have more success stopping the run. And I definitely so wait, didn't think they were going to give up 280-some-odd yards of passing. Okay, so take away the quarterback runs, the scrambles or whatever they were, and it's 3.25 per rush, Tony. That's not that bad. I know, Pete, but just like you don't get to take away the big plays, you don't get to take away quarterback running play, rushing. Well, and those aren't – t- in the context of the running game itself, yeah. we don't, you're not really counting them. Okay, they, played they played well in the run game. Of course, I, I thought they did a decent okay, job in the run great. game. Pete, what do, you want, what do you want me to say? They played great? I'm not saying they play great. What You're you right saying? on. What's Roy your Robinson, point? What's your point? It wasn't as bad as the numbers would make you believe, and particularly when you watch the tape. I thought Roy. I thought you were right about Roy Robertson Harris really played well. I thought Malcolm Brown made a couple really good plays. Hamilton was a little bit of a disappointment. When you say he got, he was not, he was not as good as I thought he would be. Yeah, I thought Wilson was bad. Did you? Would you agree with that? Damian Wilson. Nothing jumped out. How about that? Miles Jack made a couple good plays, got caught on a couple passes. Wingard in this in the hole was terrible. He whiffed on a one of those. I think he whiffed on the touchdown run, didn't he? On one of those touchdown runs, put his head down and whiffed. I just I don't know. It just you're right. It wasn't as bad as the numbers would indicate. It wasn't great either. It wasn't like they just shut him down completely. Pete, they gave it 34 points. Right, but you were talking about the run defense, Tony. You said the run defense. Well, 3.2 saying, per rush is not that bad when you take the quarterback scramble. Okay, so, so here's the thing with, with Mark Ingram. Let's take him for example, right? 26 carries, 85 yards. is 11th year in the league, by the way. Uh, in the first half, he had 11 carries for 34 yards. So he got a lot more carries in the second half of the game. They're up three scores at that point, probably running a little bit more. 
And, you know, are you, you know, obviously if he explodes, then that's one thing, but they're just turning the clock at that point. Oh, yeah. It was, they took the air out of the I don't know ball. if that's the true running game that you're talking about. Well, I, right? I, I, coming out of the half, Houston went super conservative because I don't think they had any confidence the Jaguars would score. Right. So is that the true run defense and run offense for the Texans? I don't, I don't I, know. I mean, I just, well, if a, team, if a team rushes it 50 times for 100 yards, it's two yards to carry, but they still had a 100-yard rushing game. It wasn't that bad as a run defense, at least in my mind. Okay. Uh how about overall defense, Pete? Since you you think that, that wasn't should... that wasn't that good. <laughs> uh, I mean, at times you look at that and you go, I, I don't know what they were doing. There's plays where you sit there and you go, okay, Hamilton should have had a sack on the one play, and they ended up in a 60 yard pass. Little things like that. Did you think? Did you think it was? I mean, it didn't look like a 37 yard game when you watched a 37 point game when you watched it on the on the tape. I didn't think. It wasn't I like watched, guys I were watched it live. It felt like that watching it live and watching it uh, on this morning. My takeaway was the Texans are, like to your point, Peter, scrappy, but there's nothing that they did that's like, wow, which makes me even more worried. Correct. That, that's, a good, that's right. When you watched it, it was no wow. This play but, here, for the touchdown they just showed, yeah. Miles Jack got rubbed by his own guy on that play. Well, Pete, it's great. It's called execution. It's not like this is the problem. You can't break down a game and say, well, if we did this on this play and if this wouldn't happen, we'd have won this 50-50 ball, we'd have done this, blah, 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 blah. You didn't. That's why, I mean, we lost. And these are the plays, I mean – Football, I mean, that's what I appreciate about Urban. It's about just go work, get get the – there's no quick fix. Don't beat yourself and go make plays. Like, teams who win, setting aside that they have talent and all that stuff, teams who win this league don't beat themselves with errors. That's the first thing. Second thing is they go make plays. Like, contested plays, plays that aren't drawn up perfectly, don't need, like, everything going your way. They go – they just make plays. They sack the quarterback when you're supposed to sack it. They go high point the ball when you're supposed to high point it. They so go- did anybody play well on defense in your mind? I just said I thought uh, Roy Robinson Harris played well. He's the only one. I thought Allen's I actually thought Rayshon Jenkins played well. Urban Meyer said that Josh Allen was probably the best overall guy yesterday. I thought Josh Allen had some really good pass rushes. I think he he showed power against Tunsil. I thought that was like great. Tunsil's a good player. I agree. I think Josh Allen played well. I thought Jenkins played well. Where Robinson Harris played well. I think Malcolm Brown was solid. Okay, let, now let's go to the one we've been questioning all preseason. Who's that? The first round, the first round pick from a year ago. Chase on. Yeah. He missed. He missed some uh, clean opportunities. There was one time he, did. he got passed he twice a, by he, Taylor on one play. I'll say he had that. a couple nice run plays where he was more physical than he was last year. I agree. He came down on one on a run play and, and blasted a guy and made the play. So I thought, he yeah, was he was better, there. but he dropped into coverage a bunch of times too, which is didn't he looked very awkward doing that. You know, Pete, an interesting to talk, thing to talk about is I get. Like offensively, it's hard to go down the field and have consistently have the like eight to twelve play drives and score points. You have to get go get chunk yards. You got to get big plays. Defensively, it's hard to get people off the field unless you can get them behind the sticks or get big plays, sacks, yeah, 
Turnovers, that kind Tackles of stuff. Tackles for loss, yeah. turnovers, that yeah. kind of stuff. And yeah. th- that's it's those big splash plays where you, I think, give you a, you know, a, you know, exponentially higher opportunity to win or chance of winning. And that's what worries me a little bit, Pete. Where are the splash plays going to come from? Well, on both sides on defense, uh, on offense, both sides. DJ Chark's the only one. He's the only one. And, and, and on he, defense, and it's got to be Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I was going right. to say about Chark. I mean, he didn't start the game great yesterday. Had a drop early, a holding call. I mean, he was targeted 12 times and had three catches in the game. Yeah. He, and, and he should have had another long catch on the sideline, but that was a bad throw by Lawrence. He should have had that on the inside. He threw it to the outside. Yeah. But he, he was winning a little bit outside, which is a good sign. Well, uh, plenty ahead on the program today. We'll come back in a moment, wrap up the opening hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. Then we'll get to your social media questions in the second hour of the show. Final score in week one. Go ahead, Tony. Just walk right in front of the the shot on camera. That's great. Thank you very much. Final score in week one was 37-21. Texans over the Jaguars. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinders specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. Need pest control that's safe and actually works? Then look no further than Jaguar's proud partner, Kingfish Pest Control. Kingfish is family-owned and has thousands of five-star customer reviews for good reason. Their high level of customer care and quality service is off the charts. They're the leaders in pest control technology, using the industry's latest and greatest pest application equipment and products. They'll even email a picture of the technician who will be coming to your home. Let the pros tackle the pest in your home. Go to kingfishpest.com. That's kingfishpest.com. It's time for sunshine and summer showers, so it's more important than ever to make sure you call Crystal Clean for all your waterproofing needs. Waterproofing can extend the life of your building by keeping water outside where it belongs. And that Florida sun can beat up your business's paint job. Crystal Clean's painting services can bring your building back to life. From waterproofing to painting, schedule Crystal Clean today. Call 904-220-3337 or go to crystalclean.com. You don't have to worry when it's Crystal Clean. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, it's happy hour. Let's talk whiskey options. Have you tried Citrus Distillers? Have you tried Citrus Distillers Limited Edition 2021 Barrel Aged Jaguar Whiskey? Did you know it's only available for a limited time and manufactured in Jacksonville? Yes, Jacksonville. I said local whiskey. 
Try it on the rocks or in a Jack's Whiskey Sour. Citrus Distillers Jaguars Whiskey is available at local liquor stores, restaurants, and the Jaguar Stadium. Drink local, Jacksonville. Find recipes and events at jaguarswhiskey.com. It's Monday Madness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. What are you, crazy? It's not crazy. Pick up the official smoothie of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Duval Delight, for just $2.99 at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. I don't think you're crazy. It's Monday Madness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. What are you, crazy? It's not crazy. Pick up the official smoothie of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Duval Delight, for just $2.99 at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. I don't think you're crazy. The station that the Jaguars listen to, 1010XL, home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got to make the play. You know, it's just that simple. You know, we all got a job to do, like I preached before. And once those situations come, we just got to make those plays. So it's not just, you know, a team or defensive scheme-wise. It was, you know what I'm saying, it was, you got your name, we got our name called. And if that situation comes up, we got to make the play. And, you know, we miss a lot of those opportunities, but we're going to come back next week and we're going to double up. It's Josh Allen, Jaguars defensive in and outside linebacker after the game yesterday in Houston. And welcome back. Jaguars happy hour on a Monday afternoon. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Vaselli. Daly's play schedule is heating up. Trippy Red, September 18th. That's a few days away. And then Carlos Santana on the 21st begins a four straight day stretch of shows, in fact. Who's 311? 311 was a mid to late 90s alternative group. Uh, they had some hits back in the uh, days. They were MTV heavy back in those days. I know, uh, Counting, Counting Crows. Counting Crows, the 23rd. And actually, September 24th is Coheed and Cambria. So, What's uh, Coheed and Cambria? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, but Tony, can I have the couch for the 311 show? I don't have a couch. Yeah, come on. I don't. Come on, I, Tony. I went to the, uh, don't lie. I did go to the Sam Hunt concert Friday night. How was that? How, how was that, Tony? Oh, just <laughs> awesome. Just freaking he's, awesome. He's like a rapping country guy. And I wouldn't really say rapping, but he's... <laughs> but you know what I mean? He's got some... He's got some... No, I, I, I personally like rap, so... I mean, but uh, I wouldn't... No. Yeah, I get what you're saying. He is great. He is... Uh, I like him. I mean, you talk about a great show. And that venue... Every time I go there, I say the same thing. It's just a fabulous place to watch a show. 5,500 seats. I mean, it's just fabulous. I mean, we, different I mean, seating options. We've been on the couches last, I mean, uh, Friday sure, night. Yeah, we, of course you were. Yeah. Uh, no, not this, this Friday. I was up in the terrace. So uh, what, it was great. So, I mean, so you didn't answer my question. Can I get the couch on uh, 311 couch. or for Santana? It'd be great. After the show, did you go to all the bars across the street? Oh. That's not there yet. Oh, wow. It's coming at some point, hopefully down the line here. Oh, by the way, tickets at dailysplace.com. Such a cheap shot. Wow. You, you... Well, because I think Chad wants to put him there. And the city's, I mean, they blocked him out, but then they block him a couple times. No, Come on. I will say this I'm not getting into the politics because I, I don't want to go down that road. I'll say this, though. If there would have been something, we would have gone because what my wife and I did, we got an Uber and went to Atlantic Beach. I'll say this, too. I was walking out of the stadium yesterday right after the Packers-Saints game had finished, and I had three people come up to me and say, what is there to do within walking distance around here? And there's a few options, but 
there could be a whole lot more. And that's why you need to go to firstdowntownjacks.com, the number one oh, yeah. ST, downtownjacks.com, and show your support. And this has nothing to do with the politics. I'm just a big believer in it. I mean, my wife and I love – I mean, obviously I'm at the games, but I'm, not, I'm here working. But we like coming down the, the amphitheater as much as we possibly can to listen to music. And – like usually, what we end up doing is going back to Jack's Beach yep. and going right. and meeting people, or going to Atlantic Beach or uh, wherever. Yep, I'll usually like, just hop back over the bridge and do whatever over there. But if there's yeah. someone there, how much? Yeah, how much is an Uber from downtown Jacksville to the Jack's Beach these days? Fifty bucks. Well, it wasn't cheap. <laughs> well, I, yeah, mean, I mean, Tony goes in the super the black XL. Right. Ones, yeah, of course he know, does. That's what he, he know, does. I'm sure he should just get your normal limo driver to drive you out every <laughs> night, Tony. What the hell? My point is. I hope, and then like the four seasons come. I would love like to have places to go hang out and then just walk across the street. It'd be perfect, right? Yeah, bars and restaurants around the stadium. Yes, yes. So, so it's a destination area. So there's Ubers and you could and they're there in two seconds and it, it, yes, that's exactly what they need. Oh, I've been all over thing. it because that Sam, I was. I mean, it was all jacked up after excited after that Sam Hunt contract. I was ready to go home. He was ready to go eat some chicken wings. I was ready to go do some work. Yeah. Um, you know, we're talking about uh, social media has been a trip today, by the way. Has it, well, Jaguars I, Twitter. I mean, it is. I, the sun came up today, which is a good sign after yesterday's. Well, game. there was not just the Jaguars Twitter, but I saw last night a, a number of memes going across the inner uh, the Twitter sphere from different people. Not, I mean, just out. The one thing is. With Urban Meyer as your coach, you get national attention whether you want it or not. Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, that's wasn't hashtag wasn't hashtag zero and seventeen trending. You I can't didn't... hashtag numbers, Pete. <laughs> Good try, Pete. Just... <laughs> well, you're you can write uh, it out though. Your uh, your colleague uh, took a little bit of a shot on this uh, Sunday, Sunday morning before the NFL kicked off. I saw that. I saw that. Um, I didn't read it, but I heard about it. Yeah, there was uh, there was a lot of rehash of what we've said on here. What I've said. So, you know, the good news is this: if you start winning, you'll get that same cool attention. That's correct. And that's the that's the power of an Urban Meyer. He's a personality. He is he is as big as life and one of the big uh, personalities in all of football. And you're gonna listen. They're gonna follow you, and what you do. I, I, I joke. I'm joking around about 0 17. By the way, it's unfair to anybody in Week One to judge your team based like, on like any of do. that. You do it all the time. Well, but, I mean, look. I don't think they're going to be a good team, but he, he, it's not like they're going to. He can't possibly turn it around. The guy's won football games at places. He's been a success at places. Um, so you know, it's it, they can win a games. They're just not going to win a. They're not going to get to the postseason. They're not going to win six games. It might be four games, but they can Pete, win games. And last week you said they were winning five games. Have you changed that number after yesterday's performance in your overreaction Monday? Uh, yes, they're winning four games at best. Four games. Well, they're zero four. You have them zero four out of the gate. So. I ne- Pete, I never you, said you never that. Pick that. Come on, Pete. <laughs> Putting words in people's I mean, mouths. Typical, typical media guy. Do it. Misquote. Misquote. <laughs> Well, okay, go through it then. Go through We're, the four games. 
Huh? You don't think they're beating the you don't think they're beating the Broncos next week in Jacksonville. I know you don't. I think you don't think they're beating Arizona the next week. I know there's, you don't. There's a chance. So the Didn't win... you have them thirteen and four or something in our last week's show? <laughs> <laughs> I quit. I thought you did. No. No, we didn't we didn't pin them down and hold them to that one. But this one we're holding them to. There's no way you don't think they're winning this week against Denver. There's a chance. <laughs> they're not winning against Arizona. They got a chance. They got a chance. And th- th- they do have a chance against the Bengals. I mean, there's always a chance. Come on, man. Like I said, you got a chance. That would, if there's no chance, then why do you even roll the ball out there? I just said they no have a chance. Thing, there's no chance there's the also Texans a, are going to win there's any There's also games. a chance they can go 0-17. There's a chance of that, too. There's no chance. I've already locked it. Soft oh, table. you locked it. Yeah, we, we have a lock tonight. We also have a lot to get to in the second hour of the program uh, coming up in just a moment, your social media questions are right need, around the corner. Do we need two segments for social media questions, JP? Um, I think they, we can get by a longer one segment. Are they appropriate fun. to read on well, the air? Oh, yes. I, we have filtered through. There's a lot of filters these days, and um, especially days like this. Yeah. And we'll get to some of those coming up. We'll go around the league. Plenty ahead in the second hour as the uh, we recap Week one in the National Football League and a week one loss for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hour two of Jaguars Happy Hour coming up on the Jaguars Digital Network. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinders specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. Hey, Jax fans. In Duval, we all hope to get to our destination safely, and that includes pedestrians. The Florida Department of Transportation is keeping people who walk safe by adding rectangular rapid flashing beacons in high traffic areas. When you're at the crosswalk, press the button to activate the beacon. The lights flash yellow, alerting drivers to stop. Remember pedestrians, never step into the crosswalk until drivers have come to a complete stop. Alert today, alive tomorrow, because safety doesn't happen by accident. Crown Royals, that deserves a crown program recognizes local heroes for making a positive impact in the community. The Jaguars and Crown Royal are giving back to those who serve this season, celebrating these individuals with the ultimate VIP Jaguars home game experience. Nominate someone who deserves a crown today at jaguars.com slash crown royal promotion. Please drink responsibly. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Have you painted yourself for game day and dyed your pet's fur to match? Do you bleed your team's colors and deck your pet out in team gear? Do you plan game day watch parties for fellow sports lovers and their beloved pets? Then you are a rare breed. You are a pet fanatic. 
equal parts pet obsessed and diehard sports fan. At Pet Paradise, they're crazy about pets too. The official pet care provider of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Pet Paradise, it's a new day in pet care. Committed to the team, committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Mike Dempsey and Fat Tony, Jaguars today. All Jaguars, all NFL, all the time. 10 to noon weekdays on 1010XL. Not really. Uh, obviously, I always like to tell the team we played, they played well, and they did. Um, but self-inflicted errors on offense were, were crucial. The nine penalties on offense, which is unheard of and absolutely uh, unacceptable. Uh, we forced a couple throws that we just got to you know, make the right reads. Uh, but about what I thought. That's head coach Urban Meyer today after watching the film from yesterday's loss in Houston. And welcome back. It's the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour on a Monday afternoon. J.P. Shadrick with pride of the Jaguars left tackle Tony Vaselli and CBS Sports senior writer Pete Prisco. 37-21 Texans with a win. It was Urban Meyer's NFL regular season debut with the Jags. It was also the NFL debut in the regular year for Trevor Lawrence. He threw three interceptions along with three touchdown passes and went over 330 yards through the air. The defense struggled throughout the day to contain Tyrod Taylor. He got out of containment a good bit, made some plays out, out, out wide, made uh, plays down the field with his legs as well later in the game. And now... The Jaguars have to regroup. Here come the Denver Broncos into TIAA Bank Field in week two. They got a win yesterday. Uh, Von Miller had a couple sacks in the game. Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback now. Jerry Judy's going to be out, it sounds like, from the reports today. But that's uh, we, we can talk about that game a little bit later coming up down the line. But there you go. That's the state of the Jaguars. You heard Urban Meyer there today discussing all the penalties. And coming up in a moment, we'll uh, get into Keeping It Real, presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi, and get in to the penalties and how to correct some of those. Let's start, though, again on offense. And uh, Trevor Lawrence threw the ball 51 times in the game, Tony. 51 attempts. And, and, and you know, I, there's a stat out there somewhere. Pete, you might know it off your head, but uh, quarterbacks that throw <laughs> attempt to pa- over 50 passes in the NFL have historically a massive losing record. Yeah, because you got to run the ball. You have to have balance. Yeah. I mean, well, usually if you're throwing 51 passes, you're playing from behind, too. That's right. I I don't disagree, but you need to run the ball. And if this team drops back 51 times against the Broncos, it's not going to be a good day because they have a much better pass rush. They have a good secondary um, and they have a really good defense coach. Not that lovey stuff. Smith is not a good football coach, but I'm just saying, I mean, Vic Spangio has been known to confuse some quarterbacks of the uh, veteran um, variety. So you, know, you gotta, I think you got to make a conscious effort to come out in this game coming up, and I think it's the way they should play football as they get uh, Trevor Lawrence more and more comfortable. You got to run the ball, and I think James Robinson has to be a focal point of the offense. The Chiefs threw it thirty-seven times yesterday and ran it twenty. Yeah, you okay with that? You're okay with that? 
Yeah, if, I okay. Patrick, well, if I have Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, um, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> Two straight Super Bowl appearances. Yeah, they can do whatever I, I, they want. Like, that's a great comparison. That's why CBS plays you the big bucks. Let's compare the Chiefs where they are right now with their offense and wow. to the Jaguars and their offense. I, I'm great, just saying I mean, you don't Is that what we pay you for? Is that why we have you on this show to bring great insight like that, Pete? You don't run the ball to set up the pass. You can pass it to set up the run. You just don't need to ru- throw it eight straight plays. I get it. I'm with you on that. Holy cow! But I think it, in Tony's in Tony's world, they play old school '70s football and run it and run it and run it some more, and then take a shot down the field and run it some more. That's what you want. That's not accurate. I never said that. What do you want, Tony? I want. Yeah. What do you want for this for this team right now? I think you know, fifty fifty run pass, maybe fifty five. Pass forty-five run. That's what this team should do. Go look at the Saints when they're good with Drew Brees, and go look at the percentage run to pass, Pete. Sixty forty would be good, right? Pete, now. go look at the Saints when they had Drew Brees at their height when they were good. Go look at the run pass ratio. You mean when uh, when they had Alvin Kamara in the backfield? Yeah, go look at it. Well, you you don't have that in the backfield. I can tell you that right now. Well, you don't have Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey either out the running around. Well, you have a, a franchise quarterback that you're going to build around that can make, I get that, develop but he has, into that. He hasn't played in uh, three straight AFC championships in two Super Bowls. T- and Tony wants run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, run, pass. You know, it, that, I, right I there, that he, would I didn't hear that. Right but. there, that would be 66, 36.6, 33.3. Well, you're close pass. to that. No, I said 50, 50. Clear out your you ears. You said 55-45, actually. And I said, yeah. or 55 pass, 45 run. Hmm. Not even close to what you said, Pete. Listen. Well, yes, yesterday was terrible. I mean, what was it What was it yesterday? 51 to what was it for the 51 runs? 51 to 16. Yeah, that's, that's, that's terrible. And one of those was be, Lawrence running. It's got to be much more balanced than that. Hmm. Defensively. But not 50-50. Yeah, right. Defensively, uh, Tyrod Taylor... He got out of the pocket a good bit. He got out of, what, at least three possible sacks, Urban Meyer said today again. Uh, Josh Allen was there, too, uh, after the game, and he said, you know, hey, we, we got to get the ball away somehow. That, that's one thing this defense did not do yesterday. They lost the turnover battle 3-0. But uh, Taylor, and that was the storyline going in, Pete, if, if you let him get out of containment, then bad things can happen down the field, and that's what happened. Well, again, I go back to that play where he escaped. I think it was Hamilton sack, and he had Shaquille Griffin covered his guy all the way across the field. You can't ask him to do that, and he hit the long shot down the field. The guy's got to get on the ground. They got to get him on the ground. That that you know, will that be? Is that a negative for the corner on that play? Probably not, because he covered him all the way across the field. No, but that's, that's the defensive. Yeah, that's what's the, that, Tony. No, I, I think that's tough to ask him to run that far with them. Yeah, and, yeah. and so I think that's on the defensive line. you got to get those guys on the ground. And Hamilton actually made a good play on that play. He beat his guy quick, got in the backfield. you got to pull him down. I, I, it's hard to argue with you, Pete. I, I would like to, but I can't. <laughs> and we had the conversation earlier about the uh, Jaguars stopping the run of the uh, Texans yesterday. Uh, 41 carries for the Texans, 41 attempts rushing, 160 yards on the ground, 3.9 per carry. And that includes Taylor's 4 for 40. And Mark Ingram, 
11th year in the league, ran 26 times in the game yesterday. They've, and, got, a, they've got an older running back room, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah. A real, it's the oldest running back room in the league. <laughs> right. Right. Don't see that too often, actually. But uh, Ingram got a lot of the play yesterday. And now coming up, the Denver Broncos come to Jacksonville in week number two. And as we discussed a little bit earlier, the Broncos are probably a little bit better team than the Houston Texans, Pete. Well, they're really good on defense. Really good. Um, And they played without Chubb yesterday. So he's expected back, I think, this week. So you get Chubb and Miller um, against those tackles who have to be better. Look, let's let's call them out, period. Tell me how they play. I mean, Taylor – Taylor has regressed. Let's put that out there. In his rookie year, he looked like he was going to be a, one of those guys you can count on for a decade at right tackle. And he's regressed. Cam is just okay, and he hasn't gotten any better. And those, it's time for those two to start playing like players that they're, A, that Cam Robbins is being paid like, and B, your draft spot for Jamal, for, for Jawan Taylor. So start playing better. And now you have Von Miller and, and Bradley Chubb probably this week. Play better. Is Chubb going to be healthy? Well, yeah, he almost was a go this week, so I would imagine he'll be back. All right, so that's good. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> we got guy going for we us. We got that. Um, P, I agree with you. I, I think Taylor's best year was his rookie year. Yes, and he's gone backwards. That's not good. You got to figure out why and what is going on. Well, is why? it something physical? Well, I, I'm not out there. JP, I I'm, know. I'm just not, what have I'm you seen? In, I'm not in the meeting rooms. From what you've seen, well, I'm seeing a guy who um, has not gotten better. That doesn't use his hands great. His sets are inconsistent. He gets off balance. He gets pushed around. I mean, where else do you want me to go? That's all um, I wanted to hear. Um, I think Cam. I have, you know, I haven't seen remarkable improvement this year from last year. I mean, I, I'm not. I mean, he's. Is he solid? Sure. Um, but is he a great player? No. I mean, he has a lot of potential. I mean, his size, his athletic ability, his strength. But I just – I mean, the consistency level's not there. So, I thought guys were on the edge. I think, you know, guys got beat inside a little bit. Pete's right. They were not very good in the games um, overall. And I don't think the offensive line played great. That was by far and away the worst game I've seen AJ can play. By far, yeah, that was shocking to me because he had such a good year last year, and I was like really counting on that inside three to play well. Yeah, it was it was awful. I don't now he was coming off COVID, wasn't he? Yeah, but that was a while a little bit ago. Yeah, that was a couple weeks at least back. I don't know. He just he just didn't he didn't he did not look like himself. He was awful. So, by the way, all this offseason and preseason and training camp talk about Walker Little, he was inactive yesterday. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think you got to slow the roll to Canton for Walker. Um, the <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, in training camp, it's all anybody talking about Walker Little. Look at Walker Little, and then he got in the game and he got abused. Well, you that was um, your media creation. Your media, not me. your media, not me. your media peers. Oh, you're and, in it too, Tony. And I did not. I was not a part of that bandwagon. You're and in then, the media, is all I'm saying. And then Urban was very effusive in his praise yes, he for Walker Little, and that That's just right. got people like Mark Long going more and more <laughs> tweeting every day that he was like, <laughs> "Baby Bo," right? All this stuff, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Baby Bo. 
Don't do that to the yeah. kid. But I no. mean, eventually, eventually, though, if these two tackles continue to play like they played on Sunday, they got to make some decisions. Well, I mean, Walker. I still think Walker Little's gonna be a good player. He's big, physical. He has good athletic ability. His, his hands aren't just very good. He's sloppy. Now we also have to remember he sat out a, basically two years from playing football because of okay, injuries let's, and let's, the COVID. Right. Right. Okay. But let's go through this real quick. Oh, here we his, go. his hands are sloppy. Cam Robinson is sloppy and hasn't improved his technique. The right tackle's technique has gotten worse. He was better as a rookie. Uh, AJ Cam was awful on Sunday. He at some point doesn't coach enough to play into that a little bit. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I think in this game, everyone's accountable, Pete, to answer your question. The players are first and foremost accountable. I'm a big, I mean, you're the player, you're the professional. It's your job to get better and it's your job to figure it out. Now, if you want to count on the coach and put it on the coach, you can do that. But I think first and foremost, it lays at the feet of the player. Second, it's on the coach. That's his job is to get his players better and to develop them. Um, And, Whoever you want to blame more, if you want to blame everybody, I don't really care. The bottom line is, it wasn't very good Sunday, and we Let, I think I think we talked about it on this show, Pete. If not, it was on some other show I was on. <laughs> um, is Urban said when he came in in this off season that he thought they had a strong group in the offensive line. He liked the group. Remember that, JP? Uh, yes, that's right. Um, and I thought that was interesting. I didn't know if he was trying to like get us to look the other way because they're going to go make some plays at in free agency, but they didn't. They and they gave Cam the franchise tag, and they made virtually zero changes outside of getting Walker Little in here as um, as a backup tackle, who was inactive, as JP said. And so my question to I think it was you, Pete, and to who or whoever I was talking to was what makes you think they're going to be any better than they were last year when you have the exact same five guys by the way two of them are getting up in older in age typically you don't get better physically as you get older at some point there's some you know physical decline i'm not saying either of those guys have had it but it's not all of a sudden you've got it after at year nine or ten you got to figure it out um and so what made anyone think they were all of a sudden going to be better and the only well, thing I, here's, the only thing I could see is if that Jawan Taylor went back and started playing more like he did as a rookie and, and, and improved, and Cam was consistent. But they said they, okay, I'm gonna. They said they hired the best of the best staff, right? Now I didn't know this, but George Warhop was on, I think, the staff at the University of Cincinnati when yeah. Urban was there playing. I, I think they were both players. They were a couple of years apart, and then he was on the staff when Urban was still playing. It was that. It was a year or two window, yeah. So there's a relationship there. That's right. So that's obviously why he was kept. So what are you, what are you saying there, Pete? Well, I mean, did he do a good job last year? Let's be frank about it. He did not. Well, I don't know what Frank has to do with this conversation, but um, – Frank's on the FM yeah, he said somewhere right else. We're going to go listen yeah. to him. Um, in fairness, though, this was – I mean, last year's team was tough for any coach, Pete. I mean, it was not a great roster. Now, you could argue he had the best of the best because it was the whole, only group they kept fully intact. I mean, that was the one group they brought back completely. Start, every starter. 
and are going. And basically, if you look at the backups, the three guys active: Shatley, Barch, Will uh, Richardson. Richardson. It's, it's the same eight guys. That's right. There's well, no and here's the other true. thing: it's the same. Guys. They were all the same. They're the same guys three years in a row. So that is the thing that's I, – I just thought it was interesting. I'm not saying it's the wrong play, but it, did, it was not great. It was not a great start. And, you know, and I know we got to go to break here because we want to do social media. Throw it, I'll throw it to you. Yeah, thanks. But the, the way I look at it, Pete, that was just the fourth preseason game. I'm chalking that up. That one didn't count. We have 16 more games. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Like there it. it is. Glass half full, guy. There he is. Hey, by the way, uh, some breaking news uh, involving Tony's alma mater, Southern Cal, has parted ways with Clay Helton. I knew that was coming. They got After they lost out. to Stanford? Blown out by Stanford. Wasn't just a loss. Did they say who the uh, intern? The, over the, uh, let's see. I'm uh, going through, can't see right off the top. Um, we'll get to that coming up. Oh, interim head coach Dante Williams. We'll come back in a moment. Social media questions, and we've got some interesting ones today when we come back. We'll uh, also, that's in a little bit. Uh, Keeping It Real, presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi, is right around the corner, and it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. It's time for sunshine and summer showers, so it's more important than ever to make sure you call Crystal Clean for all your waterproofing needs. Waterproofing can extend the life of your building by keeping water outside where it belongs. And that Florida sun can beat up your business's paint job. Crystal Clean's painting services can bring your building back to life. From waterproofing to painting, schedule Crystal Clean today. Call 904-220-3337 or go to crystalclean.com. You don't have to worry when it's Crystal Clean. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Daly's. I'm Urban Meyer, head football coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. New Horizons call for renewed vision, enhanced clarity, and an unparalleled willingness to block out the noise and distractions around you and simply focus on achieving greatness. Because getting one step closer to defining everyone's expectations isn't just about waiting for a window of opportunity. It's about creating it for yourself. It's about being a game changer, both on and off the field. And when we say we're all about renewal and achievement in Jacksonville, we mean it. That's why we've chosen to partner with Renewal by Anderson, official window and door replacement company of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today 
Visit TIAABank.com slash JAGSCART. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is Ice-T. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Matty Ice. This is a cold call. I convinced NFL teams to turn to cold water washing with Tide. The NFL, your uniforms get dirty. Tide can handle it, even in cold. Plus, if fans join in, they can save up to $150 on their energy bill. Looks like you just made the team, rookie. Turn to cold with Tide. And that's the bottom line. It's got to be Tide. Energy savings based on average from switching from hot to cold and non-HE machines. When Jaguars news breaks, you'll hear about it first on 1010XL, home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back. It's Jaguars happy hour on this Monday afternoon after week one. Jaguars dropped the opener in Houston, 37-21 on to Denver. The Broncos come to TIAA Bank Field for the home opener this Sunday in week number two. Time now for Keeping It Real, presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. Open up a winner today. Real Ingredients, award-winning wine by Robert Mondavi. Our uh, segment today, Keeping It Real. How concerning are all these penalties, the too many men on the field penalty, illegal formations, the holding calls, and how do you correct those things moving forward? Well, I mean... The penalties, you have to break them down to pre-snap penalties and, like, in-game or in-game action penalties. So, the pre-snap penalties, alignment, motion, getting the right number of guys on the field, substitution errors, you know, getting lined up, those type of things. We saw some of the disorganization. That is reps, practice, that's both on the coaches and the players. You have to be organized, you have to be focused, you have to do your preparation, you have to know where you're supposed to be and when you're supposed to be there. From a standpoint of holding and those play penalties that happen within the play of the game, those are some of those are just going to happen because the game's so fast and mm-hmm. you're competing, you're trying your best. Um, that also, they, though, can be corrected during practice, and that's repping, rep, 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 doing it the right way, the right way, the right way, the right way. You have to practice how you want to play, and so you got to work. If Brandon Linder having issues getting his hands outside, you got to work getting him inside, and you got to rep it constantly. It's the only way you change and ingrain it into and make it a habit so uh, both are practice issues one's mental one's being prepared watching tape game plan understanding what you're supposed to be doing paying attention to meetings attention to detail and the other is repping out your technique and doing it right so that when it is full speed and when you're going at it it uh, gives you a better chance of uh, not getting the uh, your hands in the wrong place i would imagine the pre-snap penalties and all that stuff bothers coaches more than anything well, At least know, if I was a coach, it you, would. You could tell it did, Urban, just the way he sounded and, and, and looked yesterday and, and sounded today. If a guy's competing and his hand slides outside sometimes and he holds, okay. At least he's competing. The pre-snap stuff and the too many men on the field, that's inexcusable. And, and, and yeah, as a coach, you're partly responsible for it. I get it. But that would drive me up a wall. Motion penalties, not lined up on the line. All the little things that you should be doing. And Tony's right. Those are the things you do, the details, in practice, in the meetings, and everywhere else. And, and they got to be better at that. They were slo- It was a sloppy team yesterday. Hmm. All right. One weekend, we just kept it real, and that was keeping it real by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. Open up a winner today. Real Ingredients Award-winning wine by Robert Mondavi. Uh, 
I, I still haven't seen the care package yet. No, I have not either. Tony, uh, Pete, no? No, no, I haven't got that yet. Well, at some Don't point. Call Robert and tell him we need that. Hey, Bob. Uh, we, 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 hey, we hey Pete, can I ask you a question about a game yesterday? Did you watch the Giants play against the Broncos? I haven't watched the tape, but I watched the game while it was on, yeah. Was Daniel Jones just under constant pressure and just did not play well uh, from that pass rush? Yes, he was under pressure. Good to know. Um, we'll come back in a moment. A little later, we'll That's go around. That's not good to know with the way that line played yesterday. <laughs> right. We'll uh, go around the National Football League in just a little bit. We'll come back, though, with social media questions. What a day it has been on Twitter. After a Jaguars loss in week one, 37-21 the final. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the print services you need for your business. Need large banners and signs for your next promotional event? How about vehicle wraps to advertise your company fleet? Find out for yourself how Kessler Creative can help you stand out from the competition with eye-catching designs that are sure to impress your customers. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight. Built for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series, drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Healthcare coverage for less? Yes. Now, because of the new healthcare stimulus, you can get better benefits, more coverage, and pay less with a Florida Blue plan. Claim your savings today. Visit floridablue.com slash get covered now. Policies have limitations and exclusions. If you already had health insurance in 2021, speak with an agent to find out how changing plans could impact your deductibles and out-of-pocket maximums. Florida Blue and Health Options Incorporated, DBA Florida Blue, HMO, are independent licensees of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. Your family isn't like anyone else's. Your home shouldn't be either. At DreamFinders Homes, you can build the home of your dreams in one of their 30-plus communities in Northeast Florida. Choose from luxury single-family homes or maintenance-free townhomes from the 200s. DreamFinders specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. To find out more, call 904-738-0165 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. Scrubbing soon to a location near you. You know and love the Scrubble Stars at the Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. Now get ready for four new locations scrubbing soon this year, featuring Kernan, San Jose, Racetrack Road, and Oakleaf. Give your car the glitz and glam it deserves at the best car wash in town with free car prep, vacuums, window cleaner, and more. You can also catch us at every Jags home game and cool down at the Scrubby's Misting Arch. Drive in to see us now and in the future at our Scrubbing Soon locations. Scrubbles, trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Jacksonville Sports Talk for Jacksonville sports fans. 1010XL. 
home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour, Monday after week one. Glad you're along with us today on 1010XL in Jacksonville and Jaguars social media channels. My name's J.P. Shadrick. Tony Vaselli alongside Pete Prisco down in South Florida. And it's time now for our social media question segment. Tony's favorite. Pete loves it. Love it. Gotta have I love it. it. Do it every week. Earlier in the day, we put out the bat signal and here is the best we've come up with today. Let's start with number one. From at J-M65, are there positives to take from yesterday? What are some of those, Pete? The quarterback, for one. I know it wasn't great, but it was. Uh, he made some throws that you looked at and you go, yes, he's that guy. And so he's one. Uh, I think Josh Allen uh, flashed the pass rush. I think Robertson Harris played well. Um, that's about it. I'll go quarterback. I mean, it wasn't great, but I think there's no doubt in my mind that, that he's the franchise quarterback and he can do it all. And, yes, I knew he had a great arm. I liked how he handled the pressure. I like how he handled getting hit. He didn't flinch. He didn't get scared. It wasn't He wasn't rattled at any moment in that game. I thought that was good. Um, yeah, Josh Allen, I think he played a good football game. I, I thought he played solid. He was physical. He rushed the passer. We saw him flash. He he got pressure even when the ball got uh, got he, the ball was out early. And I thought Rayshon Jenkins played well. I think he's physical. Comes up in the run, makes plays, fights off blocks. He plays fast. I we saw those, that in the preseason. Too, I think those are three yeah. positives. And I mean, I only I I just didn't add Roy Robinson Harris because he used that. So I figured I'd try to go somewhere different. Very nice. Well done. Next question on social media today. At Coach Pimack, lacrosse guy there. Uh, with the $30 million available in cap space, what can be done now to make the roster more competitive? Nothing. Zero. You claim guys for two more weeks. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, right. Who's going to come in here and help that team right away? Come yeah, on. there's – like, he, he, the roster's set for the most part. Like, that's it is, what you got, It is what it is. deal with. Like, go to war, let's go. It's what it is. It is what it is. It is indeed what it is. Question three. Reber. Brett Reber, our producer at Pirate Penguin, Florida. Where is the line between legal and illegal on pick plays? The Texans killed us all day using them and seem far more successful at them than we usually are. Everyone runs them. Why do they sometimes work better or worse? I think a lot of it's timing. And I think the good teams have it timed up where it looks like the one guy is running a route and just from his path forces the defender to bubble over or go through him, creating excess space. And so the good offenses, are it's all about timing, timing, timing. They're in sync. They're on the same page. And uh, and give the offensive coordinator and coaches credit because they call it the right time when you got man coverage. It only works against man. And the Patriots, all you got to do is go back and look at the Patriots over the years. They're masters at it. Masters at rubbing the running those pick routes. Hmm. As long as the uh, offensive player doesn't, you know, run into the other yeah. guy, right? Yeah, you just like, can't. You let can't. The defenders yeah, you, run into right. each other. You have to make yeah. it look like well, it's a natural action right. of a pass route. Yeah. Well, it's just like on the touchdown pass to the back. Miles Jack ran into the into the corner, and, and so he it wasn't like he got picked by he got picked by his own guy, and that's that's, that's right. the the greatness of it. 
Next question on Jaguars Happy Hour today on social media at Matthew Lock 8. Penalties have consistently hampered this team in previous seasons, killed early momentum. That's not a complete sentence. Why is this a consistent problem despite coaching changes? What can be done? Yeah, if you wanted to make that a sentence, I think if you just said killing early momentum. Yeah, a comma killing. Yeah, right. yeah. that's right. Yeah, it's okay though. We're you know, I'm not an English teacher. Um, well, it depends what you're like what you're talking about there because I don't remember, and maybe I've forgotten because I've just erased it from my brain. You've already buried the tape. Well, no, I don't remember a bunch like because he <laughs> says different coaches. I don't remember a bunch of oh. free snap penalties and stuff around Doug and, and struggling to line up. Do you? I mean, I'm just, I, maybe it was. I've just uh, erased it. I don't remember him either, but uh, I remember they had a bunch look, of penalties overall as a team. Yeah, there was a bunch was of late hit things, late hits. That kind that's, of right. that's that's they post had the play discipline, control penalties. right? Yeah, right. they had the out of control penalties. Yeah, that was bad. So that yeah. was that was the difference. Yeah, there. and so this is th- there was one of those late in the game on this team though, right? It was offsetting on both. Right. That's yeah. right. Anyway, that happens. You're down a lot. Motions get flowing and. I always love when – my favorite is when the media or fans or whoever, you know, they, they say, we want our players to play with emotion and care and go out there and fight. And then they, like, cross the line just slightly. <laughs> oh, they, they have he, no discipline. What, what are they is doing? he doing? doing our belly? I'm come like, on, Urban. I'm like, what are you – come on. I mean, <laughs> do you have any idea what it is like to be on that field and just pour everything into it? And if it's not going well or there's frustration, like – they think they were just like robots. Oh, just turn it off. Turn it on. Video turn it game, off. Video turn game. it off. I mean, it's just Madden. It's Madden. I mean, I, I, that bothers me a little bit. I, I, I could see Pete being like a late hit guy when he played. Like a I would have been I would have been Richie Incognito if I played in the NFL. <laughs> You're about the same size as him right now. With. <laughs> I mean, my God, he is the dirtiest, nastiest human being. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Next question on Jaguars Happy Hour on this Monday afternoon at Duval underscore 4-3. I don't recall a game where there were so many drops. Was this a product of Trevor throwing missiles on every throw, or should they have just got the dang ball? Hashtag disappointed. Hashtag overreaction Monday. Well, some of them were thrown behind. I mean, were they catchable? Yes. Like, I don't think his receivers did him any favors and bailed him out of just average throws. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, you'd have to ask the receivers, was it he throwing too hard? I mean, here's something DJ Chark didn't get a lot of reps with Trevor Lawrence during the preseason. It's true. And even when he was out there, he was sharing time with Gardner Minshew. Correct. Which is a whole nother story in itself. Marvin I think Jones. We've covered that story. How many? Well, I mean, <laughs> did that have something to do with it? I don't know. The question, if you're not but used like to the catching that, the ball, the, the starting that, quarterback. The one chart dropped was kind of behind them a little bit, I thought. But it hit him in the num- back number, Pete. He should catch that ball. Yeah, he should have catched. Oh, he should have caught it, but he still was. Well, I didn't think it was a. No, they it, weren't. And, they, no, that's why I said they didn't bail him out at all. They were. I mean, like good right. receivers bail their quarterback out when it's not perfect. One play that I did notice that I, I'm going to defend the quarterback on. I don't know if you noticed this when you were watching it, Tony. On the crosser to O'Shaughnessy, he stopped. He like sl- slowed down. Do you remember that play? It was about a twenty shot, twenty yard shot down the field, and he was crossing. Yeah. And he kind of s- slowed down. He chopped his feet, and he, if he keeps running, he hits in. 
He hits him right in his hands. Yeah, well, it's timing. You got to get work together. I mean, like, maybe that was a rep that went to Minshew in practice. <laughs> but Pete, in all seriousness, last year, who won the Super Bowl? Tampa Bay. Tampa. Who has more Super Bowl rings than named quarterback in the history of the game? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. What was Tom Brady doing during the offseason when uh, COVID was going on and everyone else was kind of trying to figure out what was supposed to happen? with Throwing with his guys. Organizing his own practices at, uh, at the practice field, throwing with his guys. Why? Because he knows. And if you go ask him, you got to rep it. You got to get on the same page. He'll, he'll call it. You have to trust each other. That only comes by reps. They did not get a lot of reps together, and this is—I agree. Me, this isn't even me. Like I'm, not, I'm done debating the Urban Meyer, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, it's over. I, it's I, a, I don't care. That ship has sailed. But here's a result of it: you did not get as many reps as you would have if you just gave Trevor Lawrence all the, all the reps. That ship has sailed, but that ship hit an iceberg. <laughs> I mean, come on. But I'm just telling you, it, it, the greats. Go ahead. Right. Okay. But it was it was the wrong decision. Let's well, put, I, I, stop sugarcoating it. It was a terrible decision. Pete, I don't care. I'm not saying that. My point is, it's you don't get better without reps. And and whether it's they're not used to this ball, whether the timing, whether it's not knowing where to be, whatever. I get it. I agree with you 100. percent But if if that's the case, should he have gotten every rep with the ones in practice? Well, we already both you and I both agree he should have. But that's that ship right. has sailed. And I guess you said it hit an iceberg. two questions left let's get to our next one here on jaguars happy hour at bootlegged underscore human how did carlos hyde get more carries than james robinson uh i think we've talked about this bootlegged when you find out let me know i don't get it i I, that one i can't figure out at all zero no idea all right easy enough our our final jp why don't you uh, the coach is uh, show tomorrow well, night. You, well here's you? one. That's right. Here's Meyer he show played, shows tomorrow night. He played, he, Urban? he played for Urban. He played for Urban and he was drafted by uh, uh, Balky. That's right. How about that? Well, there you go. That's why he's here. Our final question on Jaguars happy hour today from social media at PSARBERALT. Uh, it's been a while since I took French. A, a lot of Trevor's throws seem to sail a little bit on him. Rookie jitters for his first regular season NFL game? Question mark. Well, I think I think you just can't lump it into everything. I think a couple times there was pressure up the middle, and if you can't follow through completely, um, the uh, <laughs> the ball will sell on you. Yeah, into I the microphone, I, please, Tony. Thank I, you. I was la- trying not to laugh into the microphone because your idiotic, <laughs> stupid comments. Um, I think when you can't step in, that can cause it to sail. He went to his left. He uh, uh, airmailed. I, I can't remember if that was Chark or Marvin Jones, whoever in the middle of the field, and end up interception. That's throwing across your body, not finishing the throw. Um, most of it's technique. I don't think it was – I'm sure there were some jitters that he had. Uh, maybe he tried to overthrow a couple times. But I, I, it's nothing I would be overly concerned about. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. He just missed a couple. Th- the one rolling to his left was a. He just over. He just overshot. He made the right decision. The one on the sideline, the chark. He's got to put that out in front of him a little bit, not to the sideline, but nothing major. I didn't think it was that that bad. Uh, I just got a uh, response to uh, uh, the the bat signal from earlier saying Pete is a snake. I won't be watching. That's from at CFWB. I'm a snake. When I put out the question earlier, somebody just now responded saying, Pete is a snake. I won't be watching. Oh, Jaguars Good. happy hour. That's yeah. too bad. Good. Well, we, sorry. Um, we darn. 
how am I going to make it through the day? And by the way, uh, just now, this, this USC job broke, you know, they fired Clay Helton. As it has been the last couple years, when any big college job comes open, Urban Meyer is now trending on Twitter, if you're into that. Well, because that was supposedly the, the one college job that he had his eye on. That, and, and, and so that's why. It makes Remember? It made sense. Yeah, but he's not leaving. No, he's not leaving that job. No, just got it started. So uh, let's come back in a moment. We will go around the National Football League in week number one. Thanks for all the submissions and all the questions today on Twitter. Glad to have you as part of the program each and every week. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. This is Ice-T. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Matty Ice. This is a cold call. I convinced NFL teams to turn to cold water washing with Tide. The NFL, your uniforms get dirty. Tide can handle it, even in cold. Plus, if fans join in, they can save up to $150 on their energy bill. Looks like you just made the team, rookie. Turn to cold with Tide. And that's the bottom line. It's got to be Tide. Energy savings based on average from switching from hot to cold and non-HE machines. It's Monday Madness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. What are you, crazy? It's not crazy. Pick up the official smoothie of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Duval Delight, for just $2.99 at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. I don't think you're crazy. It's Monday Madness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. What are you, crazy? It's not crazy. Pick up the official smoothie of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Duval Delight, for just $2.99 at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. I don't think you're crazy. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates, saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. Visit ViStarCU.org. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. You expect Jags fans to say, Duval. You expect the beer stadium is going to be cold, the dogs will be hot. But what you don't expect is an airport hotel with a renovated inviting lobby, a cool bar, and crowded restaurant, or 10,000 square feet of space just waiting for your next family or business event. At the Crown Plaza Jacksonville Airport, you should always expect to be surprised. Book online or call 1-877-2-CROWN. That's one 877 227-6963. Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. 
Officially licensed everything. The station that the Jaguars listen to, 1010XL. Home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. As we come down the home stretch on a Monday afternoon, J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, Texans 37, Jaguars 21. We're going to bury the tape. We're moving forward. We already pat- we, we're, JP, we're on to Denver. Why would you bring that up now? We already discussed that at nauseum, and we moved on. I'm just saying we're moving on. We're going to work. We're going hey. to work. We're getting reps. We're going to work on our technique. We're going to get lined up. We're going to get substitutions. And we're going to go win a football hey, game on Sunday, JP. Pete, it sounds to me like Tony wants the USC job. <laughs> oh, my God. What. Could you imagine? <laughs> you want to win? You want to win a national title, Pete? Hire me as SC coach. Yeah, great. You can go back to the 1970s and use the, the, the USC body left. sweep again. Student body I right. would not do that. I would hire a very innovative offensive coordinator. But I'll tell you what I would do. I'd go re- recruit big, nasty offensive linemen and big, nasty defensive linemen. There's plenty of speed and skill guys out there. I want yep. the big dudes that are just nasty. How does it feel to have your season over after two games already? You know what? I thought, and I, I hate to say this because I like Clay Elton a lot, um, and I never want to get anyone fired, but I thought it was inevitable that this was going to happen. And so it could happen now or it could happen midseason. I just did not see this team um, having success this year. By the way, ASU stinks too. They're 2-0, and but they stink. I feel like we have this – conversation every year about this week about two Alabama, weeks in Alabama's going to come roll the Gators which are going to make my daughters who are both Gators cry so I'll tell you what I mean, they're big favorites but yeah I don't know that if they put Richardson in there a little bit more at Florida that kid's dynamic oh now. stop stop it JP don't play that game <laughs> you, you know your team's the best in the country saying, for whatever saw, reason I saw Florida Saturday Pete, who should, uh, if USC is not smart enough to hire me who should they go after Urban. <laughs> They're not going after Urban. Stop. Who should they go after? Um, how about Matt Campbell? And we said that. Oh, team... We were talking through some some names, yeah. His, his team got beat, beat up pretty good the other day, though. You know who I think would be a great coach, and I'd love to take, have him, but it'll never happen because he was already our coach once, and I think he's matured and is like – Sarkeesian? Bro. No. Lane? Lane Kiffin. Kiffin. How about that? I think Lane Kiffin – like, I thought Lane Kiffin was a great coach. He was just right. immature and not ready for that job. And I think he, you know, went through some hard times, went to Alabama, got, like, just got his stuff together, mm-hmm. was awesome at FAU. Mm-hmm. And he's doing, doing a okay great at Ole Miss. job at, at Ole Miss. Now, he, he might not ever win the division. No, but, but I'm saying, but for, for what Ole, Ole Miss, Miss can be, sure. he's doing a great job. Yeah. He's a heck of a recruiter. He's a great offensive mind. I think kids never happened. That never happened. No, you can't. SC can't hire him. But I would. This is the problem. You know what you do? You don't do what people tell you you can't do. You go make the right choice and you live with it. You might not win the press conference, but nobody cares when you win the title. Too many people in in the NFL and in college football and professional sports in general try to win the press conference. Right. Who cares about the press conference? Yippee! Right. I agree. Off season. Woohoo! Fight on. Like that Victory. doesn't matter. Guess what? <laughs> Nobody cares when you are holding the title about the press conference. 
And SC is guilty of it. I remember when we hired Pete Carroll, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, worst hire ever. What are we doing? All he did is have one of the greatest runs in, you know, in that era when multiple national titles and – And then ran ran like hell they gotta, at the end. They got to start yes. opening up the checkbook like when you were there. I didn't get paid, unfortunately. I didn't say that. I did not get paid. I didn't uh, Strike, unfortunately, please. <laughs> no, that is unfortunately. Strike it. Strike it from the record. I'm going no. for a college. I'm oh, trying wow. to get a college head coaching job. I can't have that on the record. Please I mean, strike it. What would have been Tony's name, image, and likeness deal, Pete? Oh. Back in 93. Billions. With a B. No. No. You would have been. You would have been. Um, I, got, I would have got a cheeseburger. You, got, you got a restaurant. You would have gotten a restaurant chain to, to a, take care uh, of the wine or something. Yeah. But my point is saying this: I should don't win the press conference. Go just make, and I, and like I think I'd be a great head coach. By the way, I'm not. That's no joking aside. I think I'd be outstanding. Um, but with that said, that's run, run it, run it, coach. <laughs> no, run I wouldn't it, coach. do that. That's not going to happen. Uh, so I know everyone's disappointed. I won't be the SC coach. Mm. Um, but I'm serious. I hope SC doesn't try to win the press conference. Just go get the best guy. Whoever that is, go get the best guy. I have opinions. I'm not going to share them because I don't want anyone to steal them. But it's, oh, a, it's a mistake. Okay. I think it's a mistake a lot of organizations make. Yeah. See, here's the problem with college football. We're trying to hire a guy right now. The same programs are good every year. You're not hiring away from them. Nobody's Nick Saban's not leaving. The guy at Georgia's not leaving. Uh, Ohio State's not leaving. Um, Oklahoma's Lincoln Riley's not leaving. So it's the same. So where do you get the next group? Okay, Matt Campbell. The NFL's after Matt Campbell. What about PJ? PJ Flex turned Minnesota around. I mean, yeah, the, 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 the shtick is, is tiring to me. Row the boat. Give me a break. Like, there's or, there'd be oars all over the Coliseum. I don't want to. You think it's a little bit shticky? I don't like that shtick. <laughs> we can talk row about the boat. Come on. <laughs> We'll leave the conversation about SC to another time. Let's go around the National Football League and recap the games in week number one. The Eagles over the Falcons and uh, Jalen Hurts. Three touchdown passes in the game. One of those to Devontae Smith, Pete. And, and you know what, Tony? You made a good point. The press conference. Nick Sirianni was terrible in his press conference. Everybody killed him. And he's got that team off to a good start. And you look at that division – I mean, Washington lost its quarterback for a while. The Cowboys have defensive issues and the Giants stink. Who knows? Good job by the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it in the game, but you're right. I mean, if you go back to the um, offseason when we're hiring coaches, everyone said Arthur Smith was a great hire. And I'm not saying he's not going to be, but to your point, Nick Seriano was like the afterthought. And it's early, early returns. Don't overreact like Pete does. Mm-hmm. I don't overreact on Monday, so I'll chalk it up as a nice win, but let's uh, see how the rest of the year goes. The Steelers over the Bills, 23-16 in Orchard Park. Shocking and to me. This one shocked me. Did it really? Yes. I didn't. Not, I th- not me. Why? I just thought that I figured it would be close. I thought it would be close. I didn't think they'd win the game because I thought their defense is that good, and, and they did. You know what's weird, Tony? Didn't blitz. They, they blitzed them once, one time. The Steelers known for blitzing. They played coverage. Yeah, I'm just shocked. Down that, a little bit. I'm shocked that the Bills didn't score more than 16, Pete. That's my, the shocking yeah. part. Yeah, and there was a block punt, too. I mean, you know, you know, I don't know if you saw that block punt for a touchdown. Roethlisberger was awful for three quarters. Awful. 
Sam Darnold made his Panthers debut through a touchdown pass. 1914 Panthers over the Jets. What were his numbers? Because Twitter was like raving about Sam Darnold. 24 of 35, 279 yards through the air. Pretty good. Yeah, he played well. Jets aren't very good. They have a lot of young people on defense. And uh, the left tackle got Wilson. Hurt. Yeah, and it took Wilson a while to get going. But give him credit because he started slowly and played better in the end, second half of the game. Overtime game. The Bengals got a field goal at the end of overtime and a win over the Vikings, 27-24. I think the Bengals are going to be better than anyone th- thought this year. Because uh, I'm, I'm a big Joe. I'm a big Joe Burrow. Guy, I'm a huge so I, I, uh, Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase um, had a rough preseason, but was dominant in the. Well, that's day. The, the moral of that story is. I'd rather have a guy who gets wide open and might not catch it in the preseason than a guy who catches it and can't get open, because that that, that was the most overblown story of the entire preseason. Jamar Chase went off. They're interesting, it's, and they. You know what, too. They destroyed Kirk Cousins up front. They got after him. 49ers over the Lions, 41-33. And uh, Trey Lance came in for one pass and threw a touchdown. Garoppolo threw one as well, went over 300 yards. Well, I mean, Detroit's defense is not very good. But, I'll, I'll, you know, they were down 31-7 after a pick six at half and came back and had the ball with a chance to go tie it and trying to convert a fourth and five to continue the series. And uh, I don't think they're a very good team. I think the 49ers are good, but second half, not a great defensive effort by that 49er team. And uh, Well, they lost a corner, too. Jason Verrett, Verrett out. Yeah, Verrett out ACL, which is shock. It's just so sad. That guy's had more injuries than you can count. Amazing. Seahawks over the Colts, 28-16. Russell Wilson, four touchdown passes, Pete. The Colts' defense disappointed me. In a big way. I, I, I thought that unit would take strides forward this year, and they look worse. It was bad, man. He, he almost could do whatever the heck he wanted to against them. It was how, awful. How was Carson Wentz? Average. Not awful, though. It was okay. Uh, it was more the defense, Tony. I mean, you had guys running wide open. It was bad. Hmm. Well, Division way- stinks. Seattle defense had uh, 10 quarterback hits in that game, by the way. The uh, Cardinals over the Titans, 38-13, and what a day for Kyler Murray for the Cards. I I watched that tape this afternoon. I'm telling you, the Cardinals looked like they played the entire game with 12 men on defense. (laughs) They were fast, athletic, tough. The corners played well. Julio Jones looked slow. They couldn't get Henry going at all. And Taylor Lewan was awful. Well, you know, he was so bad. Luan, and I'll give Luan a little bit of a break. He's number one. He's playing against a really good player. Not that you should give him five sacks, but he's, this is his first game back after an ACL. But he only gave up four. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, because they put they took him out for a couple plays, and the guy came in, gave up, gave up one. But Pete, you know what I'm saying? But, he's coming off an ACL. Yeah, that, that would explain head down. He's probably not comfortable bending the knee yet. He needs to get some game uh, reps on. You know, we got a new thing we're doing on my on the pick show we do on Wednesdays. Me and Brady oh, Quinn, where I came on. up with the spinning top. Oh, and he really? Was get it, but I. Yeah. You only said that at the beginning of the show, yeah. too, Pete. Are Thanks. You doubling why don't you up say on yourself. Holy cow! Can, is there a well, doctor? Is there a doctor? We got a we got a thing to show you. Now we already know. You've told us twice. Now. You didn't see it. No one cares. Let's, let's pull it, put it in front of the camera again. You got it. 
No, I don't have it, but I'll show it to you. Pete? Do we need to, like... No, I'm just telling you because I wanted to show you because they sent me the thing right now. Oh, okay. I hmm. thought you I thought you forgot you'd already told us no, that they 15 sent, they minutes sent ago. Me the, there's like a, a special thing they made up with my face on it spinning around on a I top. I don't need to see it. I already see enough of your face. Yeah. Yeah, you do. In high definition. That's great. Chargers 20 and Washington 16. And that one, Herbert went for 337 through the year. Herbert is one of the best young quarterbacks in the league, Pete. He is. Man, he, and he threw it. You know what was the best thing about him yesterday? He threw an interception and came right back and, and got that team down there. Here's the other thing. Washington probably wins that game if Fitzpatrick doesn't get hurt. But their defense wasn't as good as I thought it would be. I was a little disappointed in the way they played on defense. How did Chase Young play? He didn't do much. Rashawn Slater did a nice job on him. Yeah, I got, I got that Thursday night game uh, football team against the Giants up in our nation's capital. So I'll be heading up there Wednesday night. Watch, I'll be watching a lot of t- – I'm going to watch that tape. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Rashawn, just, and I haven't watched the tape yet, but just watch the TV tape. It looked like Rashawn Slater really did a nice job on him. Chiefs had a second-half rally and knocked off the Browns 33-29. Patrick Mahomes, three touchdown passes. My only takeaway from that game is I was watching it at the airport as we were waiting for my flight home from Houston. Um, nothing like it um, is – how is that not the Sunday night game? How do they put the Rams and the Bears on Sunday night and not the Chiefs and the Browns, who are two of the better teams in the AFC this year? To open the new stadiums. That's why. Yeah, so to show stadium. the new stadiums on, on, on with fans in them. That's why First they did it. Fans. I don't care. I don't, I, I don't I'm want, with you. I'm with you. That was a good game. And my takeaway from that game is one team knows how to win and the other one doesn't yet in big games. That's the bottom fair. line. That's fair. Tua Tungabailoa had a touchdown pass. He also had an interception, but the Dolphins knock off Mac Jones and the Patriots 17-16. I didn't see any of the games. I saw Mac Jones' stats. Looks like he had a good opening uh, day as a rookie. He was solid. He was solid, did some really good things. Uh, His first pass, he threw backwards. He was getting spun around. It should have been a fumble, but they called it an incomplete pass. Um, They should have won the game. They fumbled in the 10-yard line late in the game and would have won it, and that's why the Dolphins won. But give Dolphins credit. They went up there and played them head up. Jameis Winston threw five touchdown passes here at TIAA Bank Field. Saints over the pack, 38-3. Aaron Rodgers with picks on back-to-back drives. He threw two or five interceptions all of last season. Well, a couple things. If I looked at the stats right, Jameis Winston only had 144 yards but threw five touchdowns. I don't understand that. I didn't see the game. I don't know how that happens. And maybe working in the offseason with you guys might help a little bit. I don't know. Well, here, here's the other thing. They did a great job on Rodgers. The receivers didn't win. He held the ball and the line didn't play well. It's a bad combination, Green Bay's offense. And, and that's not a great you know, secondary that they have in New Orleans. They just locked them down. But how does Jameis have five touchdowns with only 144 yards? Well, he turned the ball over a couple times, point-blank range. Uh, And the other thing he did, Tony, he didn't turn it over. That's the most important. He did throw a bad interception on one play that was called back, vintage Jameis. It was called (laughs) back, but uh, he took care of the ball. It was like a a safe game for him. Final couple of game scores here. Broncos over the Giants 27-13 and the Rams over the Bears last night 34-14. Didn't see either of those games. Monday well, the, Night Football. The, we head to the desert the from the Death Star in Las Vegas. Hang on, Pete. Lamar Jackson <laughs> will have to do it all himself for the Baltimore Ravens with every running back injured. 
They visit Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders. Who you got tonight in the desert, Tony? I'm going with the Raiders. I think that Raiders team, I think, I think Derek Carr, and I think that offense is having a big day. I think Baltimore is beat up. I think the bunch of injuries. I think Marcus Peters is a big loss because I think the offense is a big play offense. And I think Gus Bradley gets that defense better. Well, it can't be any worse. I mean, my God, they were awful. Uh, Gus Bradley has a good track record against the Ravens, but I'm not buying it. I don't think they have enough players on defense. I I think Lamar Jackson has a big day. High-scoring game up and down the field. I'll take the Ravens. There you have it. Monday night picks are in. Hey, Pete, quickly. You, Pete, we only do this every week this time. Uh, JP does the Monday night read. You don't need to be talking in the background. Be quiet he next time. He jumped the gun on that. He jumped the gun. So Good, we were talking. Goodbye, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Pete goes out of here. Bye-bye, Pete. Joe Fortunato, Brent Ray, Rem, JP. It's happy hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.